90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Sharon. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Adam. Adam's yeah. not there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not losing my marbles. I know he's not there. I can see that he's not here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because he and I uh, were going to sing happy birthday tune for you. Oh, thanks. Uh, he was going to be on the kazoo. but um, Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Next time. Yeah. I can't believe I'll have to wait a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a remix version. I'd actually like to see Adam play the kazoo. I'm sure it would be enjoyable for everyone involved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we should, you know, keep, consider that as a sideline. Yeah. You know, you know how you have to have like um, a multi-level presence on social media mm-hmm, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like that could be another layer that really isn't being tapped into, you know, <laughs> dissected or tapped into. Let's get in it. At the radio station that I used to work for, <laughs> we had uh, a bit on our morning show um, called Kazoo Classics. Ooh, it was really fun. And I uh, bet my co-host would play the kazoo and would play. Sometimes would do. I think we. We mainly did like, yeah, like classic songs or whatever. A, a couple of times we'd throw in, you know, popular ones that were sort of being played at the time. Uh, but yeah. people would call in and guess what he was playing. And it was super funny. And he That's he cool. played that kazoo very well. It was very fun. Wow. You know what? The thing about the kazoo, and no offense to your uh, to your colleague at that time, is that it's sort of like a foolproof and yet foolhardy yeah. uh, instrument. Like, it's very playable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slash kind of annoying. So yeah. maybe uh, <laughs> maybe it's okay that, uh, you know, it's as vintage as it is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's enjoyable on all accounts. And so happy birthday, Sharon. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. We um, are in a kazoo-free zone, at least for tonight. Did we do anything special on the <laughs> Or today. On the, on the celebration. Or this morning. <laughs> or wherever you're listening. Uh uh, Deb and I went out for dinner last night. Um, and we just ate dinner last night. Um, it it was my birthday was on a Tuesday, so that's uh, it doesn't say rager, you know. <laughs> so um, we had a nice dinner, and uh, and I have to get up for work at like uh, five to four a.m. So mm-hmm. we may go out, uh, maybe have a maybe a little later evening. On the weekend. Got it. Very nice. But it was very nice. I was very, I'm very fortunate uh, on the radio station that I work. We have very uh, uh, thoughtful listeners who, without my even saying anything or my co-host even saying anything, were texting, hey, isn't it your birthday today? Aww. So uh, it was very nice. People people are kind, you know, they, they jump on social media and they, they tell you how nice you are. It's great. Did your uh, better half tell 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 you that we were in cahoots? Yes, she did. Okay, very nice. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I appreciate that. So the whole idea that we didn't uh, record on our regular yep. evening, I appreciate uh, you guys accommodating me. And clearly, it it wasn't as easy for Adam to do it because he got knocked off our <laughs> rescheduled time for tonight. So. <laughs> uh, he is here in spirit as usual, mm-hmm. um, and technically like literally technically, will make us uh, sound great for everybody else. So thank you, Adam. Yeah, because even though he doesn't uh, get to do the show, he gets to put it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got the skills with a Z. Yeah. Yep. Now, what we're going to talk about today, Kel, is uh, which funny lady will get some much-deserved recognition for her decades of work. That's the best part about uh, about those stealth uh, artists when you look back, when you know them for something more current 
But then you scratch the surface a little deeper and you're like, wow, decades. She's been here for a long time. So it's no surprise that mm-hmm. she's getting the award that she's getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that. Also, uh, which format is making a comeback for music fans? And a, a little hint would be that uh, uh, Rachel uh, <laughs> and uh, some Brit fans of 90s now will uh, are likely contributors to this new trend. And hint, hint, it's not vinyl because that's already made its comeback. And proof of that will come with us talking about uh, Record Store Day and the star of that show, which uh, will also tie in a now element, which is kind of what we commit to on 90s now. Uh, Also, Missy Elliott, having responded to a fan on social media, which is amazes me when when uh, giant superstars do that. Uh, but she did it, and it's inspirational. So we'll get to that in a moment. But as as of the beginning of uh, this collective, uh, we came upon some news that uh, that's pretty big. And by the time this podcast gets to you, you'll have likely more information than what we do right now. But uh, Praz, mm-hmm. one of the Fuji originals, is uh, in some pretty big trouble. Yeah, yeah. He uh, federal trouble, Sharon. Federal. That's not good. No, because that's worse than your county jail. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot worse. And uh, he's looking up to uh, he's looking at up to twenty years. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, I knew that the court case was going on. Didn't know that they were deliberating like already. And um, Leonardo DiCaprio was actually uh, a witness in this case, and I believe it was wow. for the prosecution. So against Praz. and Yikes. it's um, a case coming down to, uh, from what we understand, political influence. And he ended up basically, I guess, taking, uh, I'll say allegedly, but it is like he's been found guilty of like uh, taking a $20 million uh, pay uh, to have um, payout, I guess I should say, uh, uh, involving uh, then President Barack Obama. Really? And a photo op is what it is. So again, I won't get into specifics because we don't exactly know the full details at this point. But Nor uh, do we have a legal team. Yeah. So allegedly <laughs> is our key word here. Uh, allegedly. But, but at the moment, he has uh, been found guilty and he faces up to 20 years. And his lawyer Yikes. did say that they plan to appeal. So that's what we know as of this recording of our show. Um, and I guess that reunion for the Fugees is not going to happen at this point. No, we'll have to wait on that. I mean... <laughs> it's not funny, but now we can, at least it's not uh, Lawrence Hill lack of time management that's going to yeah. make them late for this <laughs> reunion. Uh, we'll keep you posted as uh, as we get more information on that. So, um, so we'll move on. We'll move on also knowing that we've got Kelly's trivia coming up and a 90s rewind that'll take us right back into the sweet spot of our favorite decade. Mm-hmm. But also because we were talking about Missy Elliott and going on social media... The idea that, uh, like I was saying before, that giant superstars take to social media and and respond to people's questions, I love it. It's risky. Someone like Pink also will uh, will answer the 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 uh, the negative stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She'll take on her own detractors, let's say, and. I think it's good. I think it's also a bit of a waste of time because you're never going to turn those people around. I'm not even sure if they're actual humans, you know, if they're just generated accounts that are, you know, uh, installed to instigate kind of thing. Um, But in the case of Missy Elliott, I think that what she has responded to is uh, is inspiring. And it's in uh, it's, it's asked about what inspired her to keep on keeping on. So the quote, 
and I know you have this too, Kel, is uh, what she responded in a tweet was, I've seen many strong women in the industry before me that made it through. My mom was in an abusive relationship, so I told her I would make it so I could get her out of that situation and I would make sure she never have to work again. That's what really kept me going. So I thought that was great that she answered a question that was positive in nature. And the I think the ripple effect of an answer like that uh, will inspire other people of any age to do the same. Sort of keep your head down and do what you got to do. That's Missy Elliott as far as I'm concerned. She is. Do you follow her on social media, Sharon? I can say that uh, I do. But social media lately with my schedule, mm-hmm. I, I'm on it when I'm on it. And I miss a lot when I'm not. Truth be told. You should follow her because well, you should you should I uh, maybe click on her. Pay page. attention. <laughs> you should yeah, because uh, maybe it'll show up in your algorithm. Uh, but she is so inspirational, and I know you're not a fan of Twitter, but she's very active on Twitter in responding to fans, which I think she I think she responded on Twitter this time around. So it was, and I am not a fan of Twitter because it is very negative there. Yeah, but not her. Like she Good. she is so she and Steve Harvey, like. You know, nice. uh, feud like the host of the feud guy, and like Steve Harvey, yeah. who's like an amazing host and all that stuff. Like he's so inspirational. I follow him too. Like he's great. But Missy um, often replies to fans, um, often puts out these nuggets of like positivity because she always wants to like share her experiences and and you know, especially because the industry that she's in has been so challenging, even though she's had success. But she's always like, don't give up. You know, uh, if you believe in yourself, you got to keep going like just like but like really well thought out words, super mm-hmm. positive, And she's always, always grateful for everything that's happened uh, to her. And the one thing that she says that is just it's always stuck in my brain. And when I when I see the two words together or see them, I just think of her immediately because she always says, I'm humbly grateful. That is when she does award show acceptance speeches, like that comes out when she's writing on Twitter. Show, so that is how she operates. And I, it's fantastic. I think it's a great place to be, to position yourself for whatever level of success and in whatever industry you uh, are looking to to dominate or even tackle. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's always going to be someone that's going to try to knock you down. Always. Mm-hmm. So best to sort of not let yourself get too high up so that the tumble won't be super hurtful. Mm -hmm. And I think when you put yourself in a position of humility and just an awareness overall, you're in a better position to to recognize all the good things that are coming your way, not just like the stuff that's up here. Like there's so much everywhere to to be able to take inspiration from that. She's right. I like the the, uh, humility off of Missy Elliott. Yeah. She's a rock star. I love her so much. I love that I have a little um, audio clip of her saying, like, I'm Missy Elliott hanging out on the Kelly Alexander show. That, that will should be... be like your text tone. Yeah, that'll be, that'll <laughs> be what I'm buried with, I've realized. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, at, at this point, Adam would magically put in some <laughs> so that we could get into uh, Kelly's trivia. 90s. <laughs> now. Bingo. Trivia. <laughs> I should tell him this is the time that he needs to put this in for the sound effects. (laughs) Insert here. Insert here. Um, So art and literature, Sharon. (laughs) I was going to say, insert here is a totally different podcast. Go on. (laughs) Another channel. Another channel entirely. Not sure we're allowed to talk about it on this one. Um, Which famous author wrote the 1996 novel The Green Mile? 
Uh, Stephen King. Good for you. I totally forgot that. So, are you a fan? Like I, uh, his books scare me. In general, I'm a fan of winning. Yes. So, uh, yeah, he's um, he's <laughs> he's yeah. intense. Yeah, my sister like like reads all his stuff. Like I remember, like when I was little, like she was reading uh, Pet Cemetery. I think it was back in the day. You know, like yeah, all that stuff. Uh, I appreciate oh, cool. his efforts in the world of literature, but I have not read one stitch of anything because I don't need that. Thanks. No, thank you. Didn't Stephen King write The Shining also? I think so. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I can't do it. So I can't do it. No, no, no. Because you actually, like, I at least watch Criminal Minds. You don't either. No, I find stuff stays, um, stays with. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I don't need that. Okay. So uh, just a heads up, Sharon has gotten at least one point uh, in the last four weeks. Good Thank job, you. Sharon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, pop culture. Were yeah. Polo Super Mints bigger or smaller than the originals? Polo Super Mints? Were I don't they know that bigger? we have those in Canada. I don't even know what you're saying. I guess those are candy. So I have a 50-50 chance of getting this right. Yeah. Let's were see they this. bigger or smaller than what? Than the original originals. I guess there was original I'm going to say they're smaller. Good for you, Sharon. Hey! Two for two. <laughs> I know. <laughs> For our audio listeners, work with what you got, Cal. Sharon's, do- Sharon's doing a dance. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Good job, oh, well, Sharon. That's exciting. Thank you very much. Uh, suddenly, I want a mint. Yeah, I had to wean myself off just this past week. Um, the mint flavored lifesaver candies. Why? Because. I was like eating a lot of them <laughs> and because like you can't just have one because they're so yummy that like you have one and you're like, oh, we'll just have another one. And then 27 minutes later, it's a, it's wow. a, it's a problem. Yeah. Well, you've done the right thing then. Kel. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I used I used to eat them a lot and then I got off them like probably two years ago. And then what happened is I, off them. I did get off them. Junkie. I did get off them. Uh, then, uh, then last fall in September, I caught my first cold in like three years. Oh, wow. That makes sense. Yeah. And I was super lucky cause you know, knock on wood, I, I have not had the COVID, um, as my mother calls it, the COVID. Um, <laughs> she so... reads about it on the Facebook or the Google. Yeah. Right? Did I tell you that one of Elaine's family members calls Facebook book face? Oh God. It's amazing. I love it. Anyways. <laughs> um, so I got myself off them, but then put like, I, I had a massive sore throat back in the fall and I can't handle sore throats. I hate them. But I also don't want to suck on – I just can't do the medicated stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I feel like it's battery acid happening. So uh, – uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good cover, Cal. Yeah. Um, so anyways, got back on them. And then so I've been doing this roller coaster ride for months where like I wean myself off, but then I get sucked back in, Sharon. <laughs> so – it's like the godfather of mints. Yeah. So now um, uh, I'm off the mints and it's been a few days and I, I don't, I haven't had too much withdrawal, so it's fine. Yeah. You have the shakes, you have a headache. What do you get? Yeah. Uh, no, I just, I just miss, I miss, I miss them. They're, they're a treat. Yeah. 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 I just leave the messages on their yeah. voicemail. I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what sucks is like, <laughs> is like, I always get on these things of like, I'll have a bit of this. And then like, I realize it becomes a problem. So I have to get off them. So. That was my problem. Like that. Do you remember that cartoon character Elmira in uh, Tiny Toons? Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. She was. She loved the animals so much. Remember, and their eyes would pop out. That's that's you with mints. 
<laughs> and this thing. Have we, we've talked about this before. That's your little do- little dose. That's the size of your forearm. Yeah, I don't e- I don't drink the whole thing at once though. Just so we're what clear, because like it's a, a it's afternoon? a vat of iced tea. I just drink I drink I drink sips, and then this lasts me for like three days. So, <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Kelly, that doesn't sound healthy. I'm it's concerned. Not that, it's not that healthy. But anyways, I bet I bet we'd find mints at the bottom of that can if we looked. <laughs> remember when I gave you bubble tea for the first time? Did you tell yes, the audience? Yes, I do. You should I tell totally people. remember it. You should tell well, people the bubble mint story, bubble tea story. The bu- bubble tea was like Kelly said. Oh, here it's great. And I'm like, oh, thank you very much for thinking of me. And we're talking like that's uh, 20 years ago, or uh, something like that. Well, I met Seems you like in that. 2005. Okay, so it's not 20 years ago. Yeah, it's probably like 17 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I went, like probably around 07, maybe. I used to come visit yeah. you in the studio a lot. So yeah, and Kelly brought me a, a bubble tea. I was like, that's super nice. I took a sip because it's like in my head was going to be like iced tea, and I don't know what the bubbles were, but you take a sip and. <laughs> All the like tapioca things go flying in your mouth. Like, what the heck? You're like, all right, I'm in. Yep. That was it. Yep. They're delightful. Yeah. Tapioca balls. Now I get like, I'll get a half, half tapioca with like the uh, boba, the bursting boba. Oh, yeah. Woo. Yes. And it's like, you can't drink that um, casually. You yeah. Because when you get to the bottom, you want all your tapioca balls. You want everything. But the way they have the, the the straw is shaped to pierce the plastic. Yeah, it does. It's not conducive for sucking up all the boba <laughs> at the end. So it, it's like a mission. You're digging on it. Anyways, I'm committed. Clearly, yeah, I should be. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I do loves me some bubble tea, and that's uh, because of my friendship with Kelly Alexander. Yeah. And you left me a, a voicemail message about it, which I kept. I think it's still somewhere in my computer because it was the funniest voicemail message I've ever got in my entire life. Because you're like, funny. you're like, you're like Alexander Wagon, because you used to call me that. You're like Alexander mm. Wagon. Uh, thank you very much for my bubble tea. Um, I was surprised to know that these um, tapioca balls came uninvited down my throat. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's like a, it's like a BB gun, but like in reverse. <laughs> Who's expecting that? Those aren't bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Anyway, good story. Good story. Try the bubble tea, Rachel. They must have that down in Australia. I'm sure they do. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Are you still watching that um, New Zealand show, Below Dick or whatever? I'm, I'm below Dick. <laughs> uh, I love the fact that... No, I haven't seen it in a while, actually. Okay. It's been a while. And um, uh, Below Deck, the principal... One of the principal characters is probably, she probably had the baby by now, but she's very pregnant. Kate Chastain. Okay. Fun follow on social media, by the way. Yep. Uh, but she's uh, either going to have a baby or already has had the baby. So without her in the mix, I've, it's it's a little less uh, a little less fun for me. Okay. <laughs> anyway, speaking of fun yep. and funny, all that Jennifer Coolidge has to do, in my estimation, is smile. Or yeah. sigh, yeah. or like pucker her lips, <laughs> and anything she does will get the laugh. Yeah. Even her role in White Lotus, and White Lotus was not a comedy, really. Mm-hmm. Certain there were funny moments, and most of them I think were hers. Um, she got she gets laughs in all places, not just dark stuff like on White Lotus. Uh, and because of it, because of her commitment, her creativity, her uh, influence. She is being awarded 
MTV's Movie and TV Comedic Genius Award. Mm-hmm. That's saying something, man. This award has not been given out to many people. I think she's the sixth to receive sixth it. Sixth and second woman. Which is cool because the first woman to receive it was Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, who I I can't I can't even. She's both both these women are like hurt my stomach because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> funny. Have they done? They should do like a movie together. I don't know if they have. <sighs> Because can you imagine uh, those two and like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler in the mix? Oh, God. What was that movie that the Saturday Night Live women did? Was it Wine Country? So that oh. was. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. I can't remember what it was called. But there was also one, too, that. Oh, you know who they should also have in there, too, is uh, What's Her Face? The one who does the. Oh, my God. Why am I forgetting? The one from Bridesmaids. They should have um, the both ones from Bridesmaids. Maya? Right? Maya Rudolph? Maya Rudolph and. Was oh, it Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Oh my God. Yeah. I. Yeah. Honestly, the women that come out of Saturday Night Live, very impressive. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge has come out of nowhere for some people, but she's been doing this for decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see her in films like um, uh, A Mighty Wind or <laughs> uh, Best in Show, mm-hmm. she's just so funny. She's naturally funny. Best in Show uh, is amazing, eh? One of my favorites. Easily. It's, it's, and it's one of those ones I think where you realize, I remember recommending it to a friend who I consider a funny friend. We are funny together. Yeah. Uh, and she didn't like it. What? And I think that it was because you go into a, f- a movie experience expecting, you know, finesse and, you know, a star to plot, a, you know, very typical uh, execution of how a movie's going to be filmed. But the Christopher Guest films are not that. They are, uh, ad-libbed mm-hmm. here's what we're looking to achieve here's the story let's do it yeah yeah so yeah. once you i think once you get that that's your crowd divider and i think that the people that like best in show are in a different level uh of comedic understanding that's my opinion mm-hmm. i think you're funnier if you like best in show <laughs> is what i'm saying <laughs> thank god i love that movie <laughs> yeah uh, but for this award, MTV's Movie and TV Comedic Genius Award, not only um, uh, Jennifer Coolidge and Melissa McCarthy as recipients, Jennifer Coolidge being the most recent, but Jack Black, Sasha Baron Cohen, Kevin Hart, and Will Ferrell are also uh, proud owners of statues with their name on it mm-hmm. for, for being funny. And mm-hmm. May 7th is the date that they will hand out yeah. the award. And do yourself a favor if you have a chance, uh, I think you can YouTube it, is find Melissa McCarthy when she was on SNL uh, playing a women's basketball coach. Oh my god. <laughs> Hilarious. It's just... Honestly. Melissa McCarthy as the game show contestant. <laughs> Didn't she also it's... the do oh. on SNL um, like salad dressing? There was a salad dressing one where she was making... Oh. or. Yeah. Yeah. She's physically funny. Yeah. She she's in it. You know, yeah. she's in that character. Yeah. So man. I mean that's that's the uh the pivot from Jennifer Coolidge. And I think there's another credit to her is that you think of you start thinking of other funny people because yeah. it's almost like you're surprised that one person is so easily funny. Yeah. So congratulations to Jennifer Coolidge mm-hmm. on her comedic genius award. May seventh for that. Yeah. Which means that if you're hearing this episode of 90s Now after May 7th, then you can check the internet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You'll probably have great access then. Yeah. And also, I realize as of our recording, Sassoir, our, um, 
so this will be out also. Uh, and this is for you, Sharon, in case you didn't like, uh, you, I know you have to go to bed, but uh, Carol Burnett's <laughs> 90th birthday. <gasps> yes. Thank you. That's tonight. Because it's her birthday today. And I say Sharon has to go to bed, but she goes to bed later than I do. So <laughs> I, re- I do. I'm not on farmer schedule and I wish I was sometimes. But yeah. again, I'm achieving with naps. Not that yeah. anybody cares to know yeah. Yeah. that the old lady is napping, but she is. And it makes a difference. Apparently, so. <laughs> uh, I was speaking to our good friend Andrew Carter on his show yes. this week. And uh, NASA has put out a thing about 26-minute naps. Did you hear about that? As being ideal? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I sometimes find that if I go into the 45-minute zone, and certainly if the magnetism of the couch sucks me into something longer, I have to let myself think that it's okay that maybe I needed the sleep, which I obviously do. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a groggy sense of uh, you're dragging if you have a longer nap. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I can see the sweet spot being 26 minutes for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be even sweeter if I got the right amount of sleep at night. We're trying I'll to keep, work on you, Sharon. I'll keep trying. I promise. Because <laughs> what time? So if you get up at 3.55. Ish. You, you go to bed at? Last night was like 11. Hey, Usually stupid. The, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> I would I would be thrilled if it was 10.30 based on the fact that it's usually 11. Right. Okay. So because um, in my mind, I think I want to get everything done that I would normally get done. So right. I I try. But I mean, the reality is there's so, only so many minutes in a day. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> So anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm not as precious as I'm making myself sound. I'm just trying to better function with a clock. Yep. Working yep. on it. Yeah. Um, talked about our friends in the UK being uh, uh, part of the, not, it's not a problem, but part of the reason. <laughs> You're part of the problem, you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Sales of cassette tapes. It's cassette tapes that are making a comeback. It's incredible. I think after the third or fourth wave of vinyl trying to make its comeback and successfully doing it every single time, mm-hmm. I would have never pegged cassettes to be the the next, um, uh, what's it called? Not a genre of music, but a, a what? Sorry? Renaissance. A no- good word. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have pegged it to be the next thing to come back, but yeah. uh, 200,000 albums in 2022 alone on cassette, that's a lot. Yeah. First of all, I didn't even know they were still making cassettes, so this is amazing news. <laughs> well, and cassettes for a generation of people mine and your age mm-hmm. have a complete understanding of why it's so important. The whole idea of a mixtape or yep. um, uh, even a Walkman, the, the you have to get a Walkman to play your mixtape. Yeah. Where else are you listening to that? I have a I have a boombox, but like, yeah, not carrying that thing around, especially when I can carry around like tens of thousands of songs in my phone. Yeah. So I'm. It's impressive the commitment that um, that people have to bringing something like the cassette back. Yeah. I love it. Okay. And like also, you know, cassette is part of our logo. So yeah, exactly. This yeah. is amazing, and uh, I'm so. I, it's funny because I really didn't even know that cassettes were still being made. I really did not know this, and so reading this honestly gave me like the warmest, like fuzzy heart feelings. Like I was so happy because I love cassettes. Like I, lo- and funny enough, like I was out in my garage on Saturday, uh, cleaning it up for the summer, the spring and summer. I was out there for four hours, and I had my wow. boombox, and I was playing my mixtapes from the nineties. Oh, nice. And Sharon, I was having a great time because like clean the garage, not fun, right? Like not, no. not a, not a fun activity, but I was like, and I, but I used to make ma- like very meticulous mixtapes 
And so, and it's funny because when I popped them in, I listened to them so much back in the in the day um, that hearing them again, I remember the year right away. I'm like, oh, I made this in '97. Like I can, it's nice. crazy. So I'm very That's happy cool. about the cassettes coming back. Surprisingly, based on the background on this shot and knowing that I like to keep things, <laughs> uh, I didn't keep my cassettes. Sharon. <laughs> Because I didn't think, like I thought, we're not moving away from like a compact disc where you can't even, yeah, like it's it becomes intangible, you know. Like I thought, there's no way cassettes are coming back. So, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I still have all mine. I do have uh, a couple of air checks, which is uh, what we call in radio. You meet with your boss and you have an air check meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, what happens is you. Uh, well, back in the day, what would happen was that you'd pop your cassette in the machine that was triggered by turning the microphone on so mm-hmm. that you could go into your meeting with your boss and they would say, oh, that was really good. You are very talented. Uh, <laughs> or or not. don't ever do that again. <laughs> 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 Either or and often, you know, in between those extremes. Um, and I haven't listened back to it yet, but I will. Okay. I am nervous, though. I have ones, too, that I kept from when I first started. And... Uh... I know it's going to be disaster. <laughs> just, yeah, I was long-winded when I first started. If we can, if we can call it back to uh, Missy Elliott and being humbled, I think this cassette experience will. Yeah, take me down a notch. I remember once <laughs> I got in trouble from my boss at um because uh, when I think of you has like this crazy. I think it's like a fifty-four <sighs> second intro. And, <laughs> and Kelly did it. Kelly did the fifty-four, and I was. So proud of myself. I That's like a mic the, drop moment. The boxes, the boxes of it. She's like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> it's, it's one quarter of the song that you yeah. just talked over. <laughs> I was so empowered in the moment because I was like yammering about the song, and it was like number one and this whatever. And I was like, "Oh!" And then I was like, yeah, "Jen, Jen, when I think of you, whatever," and hit the post, and I was like, "Woo!" And then she's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, sister, <laughs> don't you do that again." Oh, my gosh. I remember when I went for my uh, interview for my first radio job. Um, uh, really, like this, bo- I ended up getting the job. And the boss was like, he set the bar for every other boss after that, which is too bad that nobody ever achieved that greatness <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. And some have been really good. Yeah. Uh, but this guy has the uh, esteem of being top of the pile for me. And in the interview, he said, so well, what are your se- what are some of the things that you're, uh, that you're good at? What are some of your... Uh, good qualities in broadcasting mm-hmm. and i said quite confidently i said well i i, I can hit a post <laughs> <laughs> i thought you're never gonna be able to say that anywhere else no. um and you know discussing like the idea that having a familiarity with the music and i think it is important yeah to be able to hit a post you yeah. know like to to know to feel the music and to be able to you know mentally count down what time you have with what you want to say, blah, blah, blah. And he said, we don't do that here. I'm like, but then I don't have to do it here either. (laughs) So awesome. Yeah. And honestly, when you, I've been in uh, rock for most, mostly all of my career. And when you get into the classic stuff that people have been listening to for decades, the last thing they want is you talking over. That beautiful instrumental start. 
so that you can hit a vocal post to please yourself. Yeah. So, <laughs> but if ever asked, Kel, you yeah. know what? We know that we can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now coming off the uh, news, she's like you know that um, particular Janet instrumental, people like to just hear that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, they don't like to hear my factoids about the song because I know all about it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, Kelly. Time for a, re- a rewind. Well, we're going to get into a rewind, but I did want to mention also we had talked about the now element of the 90s now and a, a pivot from cassettes into record store day, which yes. was just last yeah. week-ish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That Taylor Swift was on the list of uh, record store day's most wanted. Her long pond sessions was the uh, star of the show. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of exclusives. There are tons of reissues and re- colored vinyls and stuff like that that happen for Record Store Day, which makes it a really great tie back and throwback to um, getting people back into that vibe of really, you know, sinking their teeth into music and, and the community of people that love the music and the, mm-hmm. and the conversation that can come from that. So Record Store Day all the way, but really cool that Taylor Swift was uh, on the top of the most wanted list for that day. T-Swizzle. Exactly. Yeah. T-Swizzle. Um... <laughs> Now, yes, your 90s rewind will take you, I said, into the sweet spot. And I think that uh, since even numbers are always cuter, 1996 would be considered a sweet spot. <laughs> That's a Fuji so, year also. Well, there you go. But they weren't in the top. I went to the top because I was I was impressed by the, uh, the voices mm-hmm. uh, within the top end of around this time in 1996. And certainly one of the top voices, period, Celine Dion. Because You Loved Me was uh, on top of the charts again. Uh, Celine Dion is doing very well, by the way. She'll be in it. She's in that upcoming, not upcoming movie. It's out, right? I just don't remember the name of it. She's busy and she's she's getting it done and she's dealing with her vocal stuff and she's a champ. That's your side note there. Uh, Another great voice from around this time in 1996. Perhaps you heard of Mariah Carey. I did. I love (laughs) MC. Yeah. Always be my baby. Um and uh, Alanis Morissette, certainly a great voice, a rock voice, and ironic was uh, killing it. And then you get two for the price of one with Whitney Houston and CeCe Winans on uh, Count on Me. What a right. song. Mm-hmm. CeCe Winans is effortless. Yep. Yep. And just like, sure, I'll sing. Yeah. And blow, and blow your head off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just, she's so good. Yeah. Uh, I would put smack in the middle of all that just to make sure that we are, you know, balanced. Coolio. One, two, three, four, something new was uh, in the top five around this time in 1996. And that is your 90s Rewind. And always RIP to Coolio. Still can't believe he's gone. Yeah. Crazy. Amazing. Um, yep. So we have a, usual, a, ma- we a mail. Music. Sorry, go, ahead. go Sharon. Go no, ahead. I was going to say, as usual, we'll be, we're, we're left with great music and great memories yep. from that. So we are eternally grateful to the, to the artists we love. Uh, mailbag question for you. Ooh, bring it on. So uh, the question is... Uh, which 90s artist would you, like, given the opportunity, would you like to have worked with? Like, let's say uh, they needed help with PR or marketing or whatever. Like, who would you have wanted to be hmm. on their team? Um, Right out of the gate, and maybe just because we said her name, Mariah. Because mm. I love her journey. Uh, and she had that pocket of time where it was, I think she was having a struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that I, I think that 
who am I? I think that spotting that, I think I, I would have had some positive words for her at that time. She didn't need my words. Clearly, she is a superstar and she's come through. I just mm-hmm. think that in a time where you, you're, you're, you're isolated and, you know, you're on the stage, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're exposed to millions, but you're feeling likely quite alone. Um, I think I could have been a friend to her. A life coach, Sharon. A life coach. Yeah. Like the the original ones, not the fake ones now that put their business up on Facebook and like, want a life coach? <laughs> like, yeah. You got it. Where's your credentials? <laughs> uh, no brainer yeah. for me, Janet. But uh, yeah. I would have, I think, also enjoyed uh, being a part of George Michael's team. Yeah. I think he could use a friend too a lot of the time. Yeah. 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 Um, and I just, I, I just read an article today or like, a cause like, uh, his team, uh, or whoever, you know, like who's ever still handling his accounts, um, because of the rock and roll hall of fame situation, mm-hmm. uh, they've been posting <laughs> a lot and they've been posting like quotes for him, from him. And so they had a picture of him during his faith days and the faith album and that leather jacket and like all that stuff. Yep. And there was a quote about how like he chose his own wardrobe. Like he, nobody styled him. He styled himself. Pretty amazing. I love that. I love that. You could tell how present he was, um, how he knew what he needed to do mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what we're doing. And no, I'm not in the video. Too bad. That kind of stuff I thought was really important. Real presence of mind. Um, And amazing that he's topping the uh, fan vote uh, on on the Rock Hall site. I think it's really cool. Love George. Miss him so much. Anyways. Dark cloud. (laughs) Uh, okay, well, uh, how about this? How about thanks for the mailbag questions, you guys. Keep yep. them coming. Those are fun. Yeah. And it's great that we don't necessarily know them right out of the gate so that we can just answer. We're not bound by it. Like, if you were to ask me in five minutes, my answer might be different. But mm-hmm. maybe because Mariah was top of mind in the 90s Rewind, that's that's where I went. I, I think you should have been her manager. Ooh, that would have been fun. Can you imagine making all those fun decisions with her? Like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Like, it'd be cool. I love, yeah, I think that artists of her caliber, or whatever caliber, I think that they are susceptible to, uh, to like, getting hurt mm-hmm. and, and, and making decisions where they may not be skilled at making those decisions. So, Well, that's I, what I happened would... to Michael Jackson, right? Like, he surrounded yeah. himself with people that told him yes takers. to everything. Yeah. My mother used to say, there are givers and there are takers. Mm-hmm. And that's the balance of the world. It's just important to spot who is yeah. which. Yeah. All right, well, everybody, uh, there you go. I hope you wrote all that down. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thank you very much uh, for being a part of uh, another fun soiree. Adam, we will look forward to your return for the next episode of 90s Now, still happening.